welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, joined here by, I'm not sure, have we ever had a show with the, th the three of you? I'm a little so. bit nervous. So. Stu? We tried to ban Jeffy, so we were hoping it would never happen. <laughs> yeah, Ch yeah, Mr. Chad Prather I'm here under and duress. Jeff Fisher. Are you? <laughs> welcome. <laughs> no, you're here because you didn't I, show up for me I'm, yesterday. I missed yesterday. Oh. Strike one. Wow, she's mad at you. Like she's mad at the people who vote wrong in the polls. God, she's so... It's, it's true. No, I'm more mad at those people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we are all in agreement, are we not, that the, the top story is uh, Jesse Smollett? Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, sure. I'm all about the actor. I didn't even know who it was a few weeks ago. That's my top story. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very <laughs> player actor? Well, and, and I, I want to make this clear because Stu said off air, he doesn't necessarily want to talk about Jesse Smollett. Yes. It's just that it happens to be the top story. No one wants to talk about yeah. Jesse Smollett. Right. I know it's, it's a tough one. The news and why it matters. It's like it's, I don't really want it to be news, and I'm not exactly sure it matters, but we'll, we'll take it a tab at it yeah. today. <laughs> we'll, look at we'll dig right into that. There is a lot, though, to it. Yeah. There are a lot of moving parts to the story. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. So it's very simple. Uh, I used to be fat. Now I'm not fat. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a Mr. Congratulations. Jeff, Jeff Fisher yeah. over good here for you. looking yeah. at me like he wants to say something. <laughs> no, good for you. Okay. I, I already mm -hmm. said. Thank you. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, have you tried Ridley's Zone? I have not. You need to. Jeffy's looking well, for his belt right now. Right? We were just uh, talking yeah. about you Jeffy looks really good. You should try Ridley's Zone. Really, you'll be less fat. <laughs> this is a weird conversation. <laughs> I mean, uh, just, just saying. But a lot of people want to be less fat. A lot That's of people want to be right? less fat, Absolutely. so if you're looking to lose weight or if you're looking to maintain, um, I use it to maintain, but we have viewers all the time, they send me feedback, I'll get a Facebook message or an email from someone who's like, I started trying Zone and it's working for me, I, you know, I've lost this many inches, and all the time, we've gotten amazing testimonials, so if you are looking for something to get you into the swing of things for summer, might I suggest you order now? Uh, it's ridiazone.com. You can use promo code TheBlaze and get 30% off of a three-month supply that leads you right into summer. April, May, June. Boom. And then you're going to be ready. Ridiazone.com. All right. Jesse Smollett. Yeah, I got one of those panicked calls today from my wife. Uh, when you, know, you pick up the phone and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I'm like, oh, my God, what's wrong? What's wrong? Jesse Smollett. All the, all the charges were dropped. It's like, okay, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's, uh, but that was actually the call I got today. And, uh, and you know, look, I, he legitimately was a guy I'd never heard of before this fake hate, hate crime type of thing went into effect. So, I mean, I really don't know how important he is to our lives. He did come out after the charges were dropped, though, and make it a statement. I think we have uh, at least part of the statement yeah. um, from uh, Jesse himself. Do we have that, uh, the video? Let's watch it if we do. I know I'm interested. <laughs> I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I just wouldn't. Now, he's basically acting as if he's been exonerated. exonerated. Um, of course, uh, you know, the police didn't exactly agree with that analysis no, they uh, at all. Uh, here's the statement from, uh, I think, the prosecutor. Uh, do we have that, the text that was up there just seconds ago? 
Um, I would read it for you, but it's not quite there yet. They just really want to see you. I know. They, like, they just like, want me to see, do some filling today. <laughs> uh, public safety is our number one priority. I don't see Jesse Smollett as a threat to public safety. We stand behind the investigation. We stand behind the decision to charge him. We stand behind the charges wow. in this case. The mere fact that it was disposed of in an alternative manner does not mean that there were any problems or infirmities in the case or the evidence. Right. In other words, we had him, but like right. we don't really think he's a threat. And they're making a cost-benefit analysis here, which is if we go through this, he's going to sit here and deny it till the very last second. He's going to fight it with all his expensive attorneys. It's going to cost the city of Chicago millions of dollars to fight it. It's going to be a media circus. They're going to go and drag every bad thing that a Chicago police officer has done to an African-American in the last 50 years, uh, parade it around on the media all this time. And honestly, it's just not worth it. Um, you know, it's, uh, they wound up making him pay $10,000, which, again, you could say he's rich and it doesn't matter. But still, $10,000 is not a minimal penalty in a, in a general example of one of these types of crimes. Uh, he's done some community service, too. Um, you know, one of the things I think is really uh, we've complained about before is that we went back when this happened and looked at a bunch of the other examples of people who are faking these sort of hate crimes and crimes about, you know, from supposed Trump supporters, and it, and it didn't actually happen. And in almost all of those cases, nothing happened to the person who faked it. I mean, like, this is not just the thing with Jesse right. Smollett. It's everybody. And I think that's the why it matters here, is we have set up an incentive program here for people to potentially get incredible benefits out of becoming a victim and seeing no uh, negative consequences when they fake it. I mean, this is, you've, you know, you've moved police resources away from things that actually matter. I don't know if anyone's noticed Chicago has a couple of problems that maybe they could have been focusing on instead of this dope. Um, and so, you know, they moved it over to him. I mean, these are, and, and, and the idea that you're now putting uh, police on wild goose chases to chase down your fake racists in the, in the MAGA hats is a real problem. And we don't take stands a, a, enough, even if, it, even if the cost-benefit analysis doesn't necessarily play out in the short term. We don't take stands to say these people need to, to, to be punished when they put the system through this sort of, uh, you know, this sort of uh, craziness. You know, when you say and you accuse someone or a group of people of doing something and they didn't do it, that is not a nothing. It's not a zero. It's a big deal. And we just don't treat it that way. It's problematic when a guy comes on camera and looks at the nation and says, hey, I'm not my mother's son if I was lying. And we all know he's lying. The police chief knows he's lying. Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, knows he's lying. Basically, Cook... County Illinois said, "Well, we'll just let it. We'll let the feds deal with it. If it's going, if anything's going to happen, we, like you said, we're going to save the city money. He's not a threat. We'll just let him go. So I don't want to hear anything else about white privilege. I don't want to hear anything about straight privilege. He's the one who's bringing it in about speaking up for marginalized people. What he did is abused marginalized people because anybody who has ever been, whether it's a racist hate crime or a, or a, a sexual persuasion hate crime or whatever, he just spit in the face of all of it. We all know the evidence is there. Everybody that's a part of this thing." It's a sham. So, you know, two days ago we get a, a Mueller report summary that says there's no collusion. Everybody says, no, 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 we got to keep investigating even though there's no evidence of Russian collusion. Here we have all the evidence in the world. Mm -hmm. But yet we're saying, ah, well, they dropped the charges. He must not be guilty. Well, we all know he's guilty. OJ's guilty. And <laughs> Casey how, Anthony's guilty. How what? dare you? I, I mean, know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that was, it. he gives the, the press conference. Yeah. And basically says it. So they've got that to, to use as their evidence, even though Chicago police made it very clear 
And no one's going to listen to that part of it. It's rich privilege. Well, yeah. again, it's rich privilege. Uh, no, well, I mean, Superintendent Johnson, uh, when, <laughs> when he came out the first time and laid out the litany of charges and the litany of uh, uh, detective work that had gone into this case, and then you know, pretty much declared, look, here it is. Here's all the evidence on a platter. This guy is guilty. And to have this thrown in his face now, he was uh, in his press conference today. They all wanted to uh, wanted him to start a fight with the district attorneys so bad through this. And I thought he handled it pretty good, although he was ready to. Uh, I really wanted the fight too. I wanted him to <laughs> really say uh, justice was not served and. This guy is guilty, and you people deserve to pay for it. But he was pretty good. I think we have a portion of what he said at the press conference today. Uh, Superintendent Johnson. Do I think justice will serve? No. Where do I think justice is? I think this city is still old an apology. And, and let me digress for a moment. When I came on this job, I've been a cop now for about 31 years. When I came on this job, I came on with my honor, my integrity, and my reputation. If someone accused me of doing anything that would circumvent that, then I would want my day in court, period, to clear my name. I've heard that they wanted their day in court with TV cameras so America could know the truth, even though they chose to hide behind secrecy and broker a deal to circumvent the judicial system. My job as a police officer is to investigate an incident, gather evidence, gather facts, and present them to the state's attorney. That's what we did. I stand behind the detective's investigation. Yeah, I mean, that's his out, right? They, they questioned him a couple more times uh, after uh, Rahm Emanuel spoke, and we may have a little bit of what Rahm said, because Rahm was talking about the whitewashing and the privilege, and he was standing behind his police department 100%. Uh, that needed something needs to be done with it all, but you know he uh, he really want they want him to say how bad everything was, and I think that's about as bad as you're going to get from yeah. the superintendent. You know he's got to still work with them, right? No matter what, so it's, <laughs> no matter what he still has to work with them. I think no only, how bad they treated. I think him. only Rahm Emanuel could get away with using the phrase whitewash. I know in this situation. he said it more than once in this piece <laughs> today too. I was I was like okay Rahm whatever. Yeah, it's it's tough because I mean if you go back to. Uh, 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 like for the example of the NFL, they just settled the suit against uh, with Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed, and they and the the headline was Kaepernick and Reed get only ten million dollars or less than ten million dollars, as if that was a small amount. Of course, the correct amount they should have had is zero million dollars, and the NFL should have sued them for defamation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pisses me off. I look at the NFL, I'm like. Guys, what are you doing? You have to stand up against this nonsense. Colin Kaepernick was a crappy quarterback, and he did nothing but cause problems for uh, for his teams in the last few years in particular, and deserved not one freaking dime from the NFL. But the NFL looked at it and was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess just give him some money. Maybe he'll go away, and we don't have to worry about it anymore. And it's, it's a frustrating way of dealing with these things. I, when companies get sued for, for no reason, you want them to stand up and, and have a backbone and say, you know, and push it down. And I think this is a similar thing where the Chicago police just looked at this and say, I just don't want to deal with this hassle. So I do understand 
that you'd want to say. Well, the district right. attorney's office feels that way, not the police. Yes, the police. excuse me, the, the district attorney's office. Yeah, yeah, yeah the I can, are like, let's. Yeah, they want to go for it. Yeah. But I can understand the idea of cutting a deal to minimize the cost and minimize the hassle. I get that. But at the very least, you can't get this guy to be, force him to at least apologize to the police right. department for this. Right. You can't at least apo- have him admit what he did was wrong. And if he won't admit it, then take him all the way. Yeah. You know, yeah. if he wants to get out with his little deal, then make him admit it. If he's not going to admit it, uh, then you got to bring him to court because this just creates an incentive uh, for people to continue to do sure this. Does. And, you know, it's never going to stop unless someone takes a stand In financial situation, though, I mean, even Rahm Emanuel mentioned the $10,000. Like, that's really, I mean, Rahm was like, it's only 10000 Yeah. No, I will say, you, he, rich people also shouldn't be treated unfairly in the negative, right? Like, you know, if, a, if the average fine for something like this is $1,000 and his is $10,000, it shouldn't be a million dollars because that's really what's going to hurt him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he shouldn't be treated unfairly because he's wealthy. And at some level, when you're a celebrity and you're wealthy on a crime like this, it's possible. I mean, this one certainly has a lot more attention than the 50 sure other I cases mean, across em- the Empire, uh, Fox on Empire certainly would have paid $10,000 for this much coverage. Oh, yeah. Uh, before yeah, exactly. this case, that's for sure. I mean, they got a lot more than that. Got a lot more. Was it, was, he forforfeited the bond, right? Yeah, yeah. It forfeited the 10000 yeah. He forfeited the bond. Yeah. So, you know, you take a look at this thing and, and you say, okay, where is justice? Where, where does it happen? Yes, he should have apologized, but just to walk away and still maintain your innocence that I've never lied in this whole thing it is just absolutely a slap in the face to this police department to this to this city you know government it is just it's ridiculous when you look at it and twitter today was a dumpster fire i mean people are like how in the world because you couldn't get away with this i couldn't get away with this no jeffy sure as hell can't get away with it. and never have no by the way (laughs) there's no way i mean they're just we're not as you know look here as a straight white heterosexual i identify as a he and a they cisgender male there ain't no way i'm getting away with this stuff they'll put me under the jail (laughs) i would still be fighting this thing they won't even give me a part on Empire. <laughs> do you know? Maga country. Do you guys know if is he coming back to Empire? They I, they they released a statement like saying, uh, yeah, well, we're really happy to see this. Yeah. He maintained his innocence the whole. It looks like he's going to. Yeah, it does Empire. appear that because their main yeah. tweet, the first right after he said something coming out of court, their main tweet from Empire was, "See you Wednesday." Yeah. Oh, oh really? Queen, Lati- Queen Latifah was right all along. She said, "Look, I'm with him. I'm it, with him all the way." So. It just drives me crazy <laughs> that yesterday. Um, you know, I know that you pointed this out, but, you know, yesterday you have the left saying uh, we need more information yeah. on, on the Mueller report. Um, yeah, right. And this one, they're like, well, he said he's innocent. So, yeah, we, so I mean, look, and we, and we believe and him. And people yeah. on he's Twitter innocent. today saying he's innocent. And I'm right. like, and you're an idiot. Right. So, yeah. right. Uh, well, I'm like, Trump, Trump said he was innocent also and you never believed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will say this, though, because speaking of Trump, I mean, you know, this is a uh, this is a situation where the real serious charges against him were mail fraud. I mean, it's a yeah. federal crime and, and there's right. an opportunity to go after him. And I would not be surprised at all to see that they actually oh, do. That was the only thing that, that was that was the really serious part of this as far as that would be, that uh, punishment would, be nice. would go. It could be. It could be a big one if if they find him guilty of that. And I would not be surprised at all if they actually do try to prosecute that one of them, that part of it. I hope they do. All right, back in a minute. You may have talcum powder to yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. I, just, I just forgot my talcum powder. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. So apparently, as Stu has pointed out before, the way to find your realtor is not mm. to see that it's the person 
on the bench that your, yeah, your I, rear is sitting on. I was thinking, like, if you see, you just walk up to a bench, remove the homeless person, the face <laughs> behind it is the person that should represent you in any major real estate transaction. Yeah. Um, no, it's nah. not a good way of doing it. Um, I, I, you know, we, we've talked about this all the time, people, if you're selling your house, you know, get the, you sell it fast for the most money with realestateagentsitrust.com. A guy who listens to the show, has been listening for years since the Tampa days, uh, wrote me, he's like, I hear you guys talking about that all the time. Why don't you ever talk about buying? It's like, you know, like I, you know, a friend of mine is like, move from one place to another. You're going to an area where you know nobody. You have no connections, no way of verifying anything. I mean, you want to have someone. You know what the good neighborhoods are, right? right? For your family. You you don't know anything, right? I mean, I, you know, with radio, of course, we move every 10 seconds. And apparently you're supposed to be able to sell your home and make money. Yeah. Uh, That that has not happened to me in the past. It's not been a thing for you? (laughs) No. Because everyone knows your house is like the murder house after you leave. They're like, you don't know know what went on in that place. (laughs) Holy crap. There's a body that's outlined. The body's still in it. (laughs) So, yeah, don't trust Jeffy. Trust real estate agents at trust.com. Which, by the way, I would just like to point out is, I mean, Glenn founded it. So here you go. Do I trust Glenn Beck Mm -hmm. or do I trust Jeffy Fisher? I mean, that's an easy choice. That's an easy choice. (laughs) Glenn has nice houses. (laughs) Fair point. Um, Okay, so did you guys see the the story that the Department of Justice has now um, signed on to a appeals court decision that Obamacare is invalid, unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I am I am hopeful. I don't want to say so so apparently it was it the, the judge ruled this way because the individual the individual mandate doesn't it no longer applies, right? And we remember the Supreme Court decision John Roberts said that that, that individual individual mandate he was calling a tax, tax. and that was why mm-hmm. he allowed it. I mean, it was kind of like a little loophole that he created, right? Which we've, co- we've covered recently that he actually, yeah. you know, intentionally sought out to reverse his initial decision, which is unbelievable how that actually happened. Can you uh, recap that really quickly? For uh, yeah, uh, if you didn't hear this one from the other day, it's a new book coming out. It's about uh, you know John Roberts and the inner workings of the Supreme Court. They go through the entire uh, Obamacare decision. There were two parts of that decision. One was about uh, the individual mandate. One was about the Medicaid um, funds. And if you remember, in the end of this, John Roberts came out um, against Obamacare uh, on the Medicaid part of it and for Obamacare on the individual mandate part of it, which kept the law completely intact. Um, the initial vote behind closed doors, he was reversed on those two positions. He was actually against Obamacare and with the conservative side on that when it comes to the individual mandate, and he was with the liberals on the Medicaid expansion. Um, long story short, he, after the initial vote, got uh, he didn't like the idea that the individual mandate would overturn the entire law, and all the other four conservative justices, including Kennedy, wanted to overturn the entire law based on that. So he went to the first he went to Kennedy to try to convince him, which didn't work. And then he went to the liberals and said, well, what if I come with you on this and you come with me on the medic? You reverse and come to the Medicaid side so we can. I mean, it was like basically the long story short was he was bargaining. And that's not again. Supreme Court justices are supposed to be focused on the Constitution, not a bargain. Um, And he wanted to he he felt like it was wrong um, because he knew the importance of the insurance 
companies to businesses. I mean, it was like this incredible rationale that like has no part in what a Supreme Court justice is supposed to do. I tell do. you, Stu, your explanation has made me love John Roberts even oh, more. I, 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 I swear, <laughs> I, uh, reading it, I'm so because you remember being on the air. Jeffy and I yes. were both on the air oh when that broke, gosh. and we were so pissed off about it. As we mentioned the other day, we did emergency induction into the douche hall of fame that day for John Roberts. Uh, I mean, we were pissed yes, off about absolutely. it, and I've never. I mean, I'm to the. That's like if you have to pick a conspiracy theory to believe, I'm like, okay, they got something on John it Roberts. It made sense. no sense. Yeah, I mean, it was really, that ruling made no sense. So this ruling in Texas made a lot of sense because he's saying, like, look, you know, there is no, in theory, there's no individual mandate penalty right now. What Trump did there, and he did not get rid of the individual mandate, that was not really correctly reported. What he did is he lowered the penalty to zero. So, I mean, but of course... Essentially, he got rid of it. Well, essentially, until the next person comes in and says it's not zero anymore, right? right? Like, and that's my my worry with that, Mm -hmm. is that it's not really gone. You don't have to pass legislation to change it. And that, well, and that was, that has been my worry, too. I mean, you know I'm a big proponent of throwing the whole thing out. I don't care if you have something to replace it with. Just repeal it. Get it out of here. But then I saw this happen, and I thought... Okay, well, what if we can get, you know, if we can get it back to the Supreme Court, can we do that? And because it's different now. Yeah, and right? so it's, it's a different angle now. So if we can get it back to the Supreme Court and John Roberts doesn't have that loophole of, well, it's really there's an individual mandate and it's a tax, therefore it's constitutional. Right, and, and it could be a different role. And this goes down to like uh, community rating and these like different, uh, you know, pre pre existing conditions. Yeah. Um, and so the idea is that you know when obviously when Obama's in, the, they're fighting hard to defend Obamacare. When Sessions was there, he said, "Well, I'm going to fight these two parts of Obamacare on this ruling." Um, and, and, and still defend the rest of the law for whatever reason he thought that was the right maneuver. Well, now the, Trump, the change here is the Trump administration saying, all right, we're, not, we're no longer defending this at all. You want to defend it in California and a bunch of other states, and they're going to try to step in and defend it. I mean, my, my belief here is that Roberts is so unreliable that eventually, if something like the entire law getting overturned were ever going to happen, it would have to go to the Supreme Court anyway. And unless you know, another justice gets replaced... I don't think there's much of a chance of it. I mean, Roberts has shown he's not making these decisions based on the merits. He's making decisions based on his legacy, what he feels the court's position should be in the world, not about the Constitution. But even though he has it in writing, his rationale, his reasoning for voting the way that he did, and it was because of the individual mandate. Well, I mean, mean, it's in writing, right? So what's going to be his excuse this time? Well, I mean, I'm not. You mean in his ruling? He's, yeah. Yeah. He says that the individual mandate was was the reason. Although he said you're still you're still fine under the law if you're paying paying the penalty. And now that the penalty's zero, you really don't need the insurance um, to to be a, a citizen in good standing. Mm-hmm. I mean, how this thing winds itself up the court up the way up the court is going to be interesting. I mean, I just don't have much hope for it. I mean, I think there's been better cases against Obamacare that have already been turned down. And um, your point of uh, it being zero but not being gone is exactly his argument, right? It's still the law. It's still there. Make that go away, then bring it back to me. Yeah. Okay. Son of a Barry Sotero. It, let me tell you, this guy <laughs> who says that he had a scandal-free presidency, I think history is going to tell us that all eight years were one big scandal, <laughs> the whole thing. So he only had one, then. <laughs> yeah, one, <laughs> one scandal. <laughs> one scandal. It lasted eight years. Uh, this guy's a puppet. He's a pawn. He's, he's built by the, the machine. And, Why do you say that? 
Well, he just is. He wanted to be a celebrity. That's what he wants to be. All you got to do is look at the White House parties and who he entertained and who he brought in constantly. Uh, David Geffen created the man, put the money behind him to back him and built him up. Here's a guy who's a two-year senator. He's a, he's, a, he's a community organizer who comes in and suddenly he's the president of the United States. He's not a politician. He's not a leader. He's not a, he's not a career guy. I mean, what's he doing right now? He's jet-setting all over the world with Richard Branson. You know, he's hanging out with Tom Hanks and George Clooney and these guys and Shakira and, and, and Beyonce and Jay-Z. This producing guy things with his producing Netflix. things with Netflix. He wants to be, you know, he wanted to be a celebrity. He didn't, he didn't want to be a leader. And so here's this guy they set up, and they, they make him almost iconic. I mean, if you listen to the drivel that oh, spills yeah. out of his mouth, it takes him three minutes to say something that should be said in 20 seconds. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know. <laughs> What I think, <laughs> I mean, the guy's a jerk. He's a smarmy puke. And, and the thing about it, good legal analysis. It, it, it is a smarmy puke, man. I said it four times on my show yesterday. Barack Obama is a smarmy puke. The guy has, he's spineless. He has no backbone. And I think that everybody that was penalized under Obamacare for not having an insurance needs to be refunded from having that thing. If it's, yeah. if it's unconstitutional, give them their damn money back because the whole thing was wrong. And John Roberts can kiss my... Oh. Back in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry, cut. missed it. Uh, Chad Prather over here has a podcast that he does. What? I do have a podcast that I do. He was nice enough to allow me to join him. Yeah, we did the Moscow Mueller Mueller, uh, show yesterday. That was our podcast, the Chad Prather show. We had fun. We, We dedicated the entire episode. I've got David Harris Jr. on the episode that comes out tonight, so oh, fun. Um, Also, I will just say that Chad serenaded me with a guitar. I end. did. I mariachi. Oh, sang, no, that's exciting. Sang a song that I, I, original mariachi song that I call Sarah Gonzalez. Yeah, wow. so check it out. That hurts, because you know, one of the uh, episodes that I Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. The House, of course, uh, as expected, has failed to override Trump's veto over the uh, national emergency wall fight. There were, I guess, uh, 14 Republicans. Yeah, I thought it was 13, but it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I did read that on CNN. Okay, so so there's 90. Yeah, 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 13 or 14. Not a lot. Uh, Kind of the same names, I think, as the first time. You know, I know Amash and Massey uh, were, were on that one and, you know, a few others. You know, I mean, no one expected that the House was going to do this. I think it would have taken a big... A big amount of attention and 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 uh, polling that showed Republicans were against it, and, and there just wasn't. There's just not any appetite, I don't think, for that sort of thing. I still continue to say that it was the it's the wrong thing to do, and I wish more people voted like Amash and Massey on it. Even though I agree with the end goal uh, completely of have securing the border, but you know, again, process doesn't seem to matter. I mean, it's the same the bump stock oh. thing was going through at the same time, where you know, I mean, that, you know, again, they're talking about Second Amendment, and you could say maybe that's not part of the Second Amendment. I know some people make that argument. I think it, I think it is, but certainly the president shouldn't be doing it by himself. But banning things that are related to the Second Amendment—that's a terrible precedent, and no one seems to care because the, key, the team that cares about the Second Amendment has the president, and they, they don't feel like they can step up and, and argue with them, with the very few exceptions. Um, so, I mean, I, it's, well, a, I mean, it's a do disappointment. You, do you blame them, though? Because, I mean, you know, he hits back pretty hard 
against Republicans who dare to disagree with them. What, what are they doing in Washington, D.C. if they can't put up with a freaking tweet? I can't stand this. He'll go. Yeah, I know. I know. It's real He'll hard. go campaign against their opposition. Good. And, Good. You know. Bring it on. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I don't under, I really don't understand this. It's the same thing that happened. This happened in, through a lot of talk radio in that, like, people won't stand up for the things that they've said 500,000 times true. on the air because Donald Trump disagrees with them. And look, Trump has done some things, as I've said, like, I did not think he would actually stick to. He's been he's exceeded my expectations as a president. However, at times he sucks. And when he sucks, he should be able to stand up and say that he sucks on an issue, and your world shouldn't fall apart. You, you shouldn't be afraid of it either. Why do you hate the president? That's the thing. You're never Trumper. Yeah. You're never Trumper. Anti-45. Listen, um, I've said it on this show before, and I, and I stand by it and always will say it, and, and, and to anybody that wants to debate it, it's a fact. Donald Trump is not a messiah. He doesn't walk on water. And there are a lot of people out there that want to hold you him up as this paradigm. <laughs> you have not said that before. You have not said that before. I said it. It's true. He's not. A, he, he's done some great things. He's exceeded my expectations. I could not agree with every word that came out of your mouth more. And, and but people have got to look at this and say, look, he's still a man. He is still. He's. He still is what he is. And he does do wrong. He's not a man who does no wrong. So you know, sometimes the point I'm making is you can't. You can't let someone rise above accountability. Mm-hmm. That is why we have this thing in America called checks and balances. We have seemed to forget to. it. Yeah, we we to. have forgotten all about this idea of checks and balances. And yes, people are flawed. The best of the best are flawed. And we, he's got to be held accountable with all of these things. Because I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with you, Stu, on that. I, I mean, it is interesting to me that, you know, you would think that you'd be able to win these people over, not by saying, you know, okay, you've got to agree with Donald Trump, but just by saying, no, look at what will happen if we set this precedent, and then four years later, all of a sudden, it's climate change, and it's, you know, gun violence, and it's all these things. Like, you have to look at it big picture, that it's a slippery slope. You would think that they would be able to understand at least that argument. I've been behind you, President Trump, 100% (laughs) uh, ever since the day one. I just picture Trump sitting on the toilet at 3 a.m., just the whites around the eyes, all orange, and just the Speedo bikini lines. Oh, my. That's the world. That's exactly what it is, too. It's your your role in life, though, when you're an elected official, to to specifically not care about those things. Like, you're job is to step up and say, you know what, if they're going to throw me out of office, they're going to throw me out of office. Here's the principle, and this is what I believe. I mean, the same thing with, I think, you know, talk radio hosts and and, and people who advocate for different issues as far as activists and everything else. And, I, like, for some reason, like, I mean... We were there. I mean, Jeffy, I we did the show back when, when you know, George W. Bush was president, right? Like, people said all sorts of crap about him on the oh, right, and they fought oh, it back against him all the time. And for whatever reason with Donald Trump, like, there's no appetite to say, you know what? The guy, I think he's a good president, but right now he's doing this wrong. That thing doesn't seem to exist no, all that much, not. with some only minor exceptions on foreign policy. Occasionally you'll hear it on trade, but it's very limited. I I, I, like even if I loved the president, I thought he was the greatest president of all time. I, I, you, it's healthy to have someone on your side who is not just 
you know, uh, some crazy MSNBC personality, but someone who you trust on a lot of things, who's giving you the other perspective and saying, hey, uh, this is a bad idea. That's why I like, you know, libertarians. Like, I'm not fully libertarian, but I like to listen to libertarians disagree with conservatives because a lot of times they're making principled, you know, arguments that that are that sh- we should listen to. And I feel like that there's not enough of that anymore. But, you know, based on the people that I know who have had personal contact conversation and interactions with, with Donald Trump, I think Donald Trump will hear it. I think from the right person given yeah. in the right way, I've just seen the testimony of that where I think he will hear it because he stepped up from time to time and say, hey, I, I, I'm not familiar with this or that, things yeah. like that. But I think it just has to be delivered the right way. But I hope that whoever's around that will is willing to have that conversation because I think it's necessary to what we have in leadership. I've been behind you 100%. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, Robert Kraft, he is pleading not guilty. Just, oh, yeah? The news broke today. Yes. He's, yet he still said he's truly sorry. He Well, he's sorry that they are mistaken in this right. particular case. Oh, really? I don't understand this whole justice Thank thing. You. Like, Jesse Smollett comes out and says, I didn't do nothing. And they're like, okay, charges drop, but everybody says, we know you did it. Hey, Robert Kraft, apparently, is a pretty graphic video of him going to the uh, that was massage, my massage parlor. And he's like, I didn't do it, but I'm truly sorry for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that is, those are sense. complete. Opposites. I don't understand this whole thing. Yeah, but alone. I mean, really, there are there are there's a there are videos, right? There are videos that is, of I him. Mean, unfortunately, that is I haven't said. seen them. I'm sorry. Did you I, say unfortunately? Unfortunately, I haven't seen them. They say they're pretty graphic. <laughs> Who's not they're not look? on any of Jeffy's sites yet. But you know you're no at Robert Kraft. No, of course not. I heard he went into the place yelling, "This is MAGA country." I mean, what's he saying he's sorry for? Like, because it could be he's walking that line of saying, like, yeah, I went in there with, but I didn't know they were, you know, uh, you know, sexually trafficked or anything like that. It's possible. I think, like, you'll see Robert Kraft fight this as hard as he can until the second they say they're going to release that video. And when that that comes out, he will probably just give in. Right. They're pushing him into a corner with that. But just leave the man alone. I mean, he's almost 80. He's an octogenarian. He went in there to. Okay, he, but had I, nothing, he had nothing you know, to do with the I sex think, trafficking. I okay? think nothing that just based on funding it, just based on principle, just based on principle, that the man is too rich to be going into these strip club strip mall, massage, strip mall. massage parlors. Yeah. He's too rich. But that's and he's too old. I think he should go to jail if he goes to a subway in a strip he's mall. Old. He's too rich to go to any strip mall location. Can you imagine store. Bobby Kraft trying to climb his 80-year-old self out of the window in the back from the bathroom because the years are great! And now Bob Kraft's like, oh, I gotta... <laughs> I'm out of here, boys. I dropped my ring. No, can you imagine, though? That's, that's the thing. Like, okay, so we make light of it. But let's say, you know, let's talk about... You know, human trafficking, sex trafficking, it's a serious well, of deal. Course we don't it make is. light of it. So, so what I would encourage, Thanks and I've said it on down. my show. I know, right? I, hey, look, I had one foot out the window. <laughs> I, all I'm saying is, Bob Kraft, he's worth, what, $6 billion? I mean, the best way to, to, to overcome this deal is to say, okay, I'm going to really get into this fight against human trafficking and things like that and put your money where your mouth is and, and say, look, I was wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, good God. Who, he who has no sin cast the first stone. I mean, right. And I didn't, I didn't know anything about the human trafficking and we we're going to start doing something for it. That's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I, I believe that. But the, the idea of him being in trouble for actually just going to this place, 
Yeah, you know, like, and I, there's probably bigger problems. <laughs> well, there's right? a lot, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, not in Robert Kraft's life right now. <laughs> no, no, no. That's I do love a good well, massage. I will say Gronkowski is retiring, <laughs> so he may have a bigger, a bigger issue. That's yeah. true. That's a yeah. great. Did you hear where the San Francisco Giant CEO has now resigned? Speaking of team owners and CEOs, he yeah, physical altercation with his wife caught on video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's oh, a whole yeah. other deal. That's there. That is a whole other. Don't deal. beat your that women. Was, Yes, thank you. Well, thank well, you. don't. I mean, don't do it when there's a camera. <laughs> yeah, well, don't beat your women in front of a video camera. Yeah, That's yeah. true. How many times have I? Yeah. yeah. Well. Uh, remember, you can come tweet on with us. the emails. You can tweet us your questions and comments using the hashtag #TheBlazeY, and also you can send your hate mail to uh, watchchad at watchchad.com. Come on with it. There's my name right there, baby. Uh, so today, and I'm so sorry, I I lost it in the the shuffle of everything. But there was a, a viewer out here who wanted to know what we thought about, uh, let's say, with all of this Obamacare, you know, stuff, let's say that it does get overturned somehow or, you know, they finally repeal it or whatever. Would that really put Republicans in a good position because then Democrats could use the messaging of, well, the Republicans kicked you off of your insurance. And that's what they're doing. They're going, they're running away from the Russia thing because It'll it's failed. It'll kill 23 million people. All right. And they're going directly to healthcare. Yeah. I mean, it's true. And I honestly, like, I don't think the courts, this is where this is going to happen, but this brings up an interesting point, yeah. which is that if Obamacare gets overturned, it's likely for Medicare for all. Right. It's well, not the other way. And isn't that yeah. crazy that they yeah. can use the messaging, Republicans are doing this to you, let's take it a step further when the entire reason that we're in this position is because of their, yeah, of yeah. their, their people, their people. Isn't it interesting? It's That's the way it is. It's a great it? world when any argument will work for you. People. Yes. <laughs> no matter how dumb the argument is, it always works for the left because yeah. the, you know, the media comes in and they, 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 well, they use the emotional messaging of you're going to die. Yeah. This whole thing right there proves that the 2016 election was rigged for Hillary because in eight years, the, the Republicans had no plan to nope. repeal and put something in place in, in place of Obamacare. They, they, they were like, oh, crap, we got to do something now. They had nothing. <laughs> Which they didn't because, do, by the way. And, and they had nothing because Hillary was going to win. That was the expectation. They well, knew it. Yeah, but, Chad, they did vote on it DC like 60-something times, knowing how, what the vote it's would look like. So. Mm. It is. Cockroaches. It's nasty. I love Donald Trump. Thank you. Oh I've been gosh, behind him 100% since day one. Donald what ambassadorship are you going for? I don't even understand. <laughs> Can you see Jeffy in Zimbabwe? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yesterday's yes. poll. Yeah. Yesterday's poll. Uh, were you surprised by the results of the Mueller report? 96% of you said no. 4% said yes. I and don't, there was no unsure. All right. Let me, let me be Sarah. Let me be now. Sarah here for a second. <laughs> If you've been arguing, it's a witch hunt for the past Thank two you. years. You can't be unsurprised by this yeah, outcome. You, you, <laughs> get, you, you have, If you've been saying that Mueller is evil and he's the worst guy in the world and we're going to have this horrible <laughs> thing, it's a witch hunt, and it's a rigged witch hunt. This is the worst rigging of a witch hunt in history. Well, really, 2% of that was wow. unsure, but there wasn't an unsure was really vote. Good. No, that's right. <laughs> they didn't know where else to go. <laughs> Marginal error plus minus. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Today's poll uh, should... Should Jesse Smollett have faced tougher consequences? I guess they mean like, oh, I don't know, having the charges not dropped. Right. Uh, let us know what you think. I think you've heard from us what we think. Obviously, he should have been used as an example. If anyone should be used <laughs> as an example, it should be the celebrity that finally does it. Mm -hmm. But no. It'd be a nice thought. City of Chicago for you. Let us know at The Blaze's Twitter, at The Blaze. We will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Go to the point where everyone does this thing.
Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.